Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Beller and Must Die. I have to say, before we went live today, every time we do an episode, the official Dungeons and Dragons Twitter account tweets that the show is live. And this time, this time, and let me see if I can get an exact quote from the from the Twitter. I feel like they're taking shots at us. I feel like what? I feel like our our hosts, our gracious hosts. Let's see. Uh, Magic meets D and uh, Jace Beller must die is live on Twitch.tv slash D and uh, the cast are hunting Ravnica's most notorious planeswalker slash probably more likely doing literally anything else. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I am attacked. Uh, <laughs> hold on. So this is the part you can fast forward the next five minutes because we're going to sit in silence and tweet back at D&D <laughs> yeah. right hold now. Hold on a second. Yeah. Wizards, have you yeah. ever played Dungeons and Dragons? God. Yeah. I'm not because that's Lisa and I think it's funny. I do too. <laughs> and she's my boss. So if I say anything, she'll, she'll be mad at me. <laughs> So, Dear Mr. Dragons. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Coast? Yeah, that's right. Excuse me? Question mark, exclamation point. Magister Coast. Yeah. Uh, Signed, Carlos. Strongly worded letters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, so it's good. Okay. It's nice to it's nice to start an episode being so directly called out. Um <laughs> But you know what? That's fine. Sometimes That's you need my, to just have uh, a friendship with Lisa. So yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Oh, I'm not the DM. I should change my name on this. <laughs> so I enjoyed, uh, like, yeah. the attack of power. So I, I was yeah. like, wow, is TK my DM today? <laughs> I was ready. Yeah, this is the thing. They don't tell you this in the Dungeon Master's Guide, but sometimes if you just don't feel like DMing, you can pick another player at random and be like, you do it. I don't. I'm. I'm out. I don't want to do it today. You do it. You can, and we That's should. That's the dream, isn't it? I think you should try it once. We should. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Listen, if you think that things are bad for your characters now, think about how it would be if. No, go ahead. You made was more in decisions. charge. <laughs> yeah. What the heck is that supposed more to mean? I've seen you. I've seen you, GM. These players are lucky to be spared your your venomous <laughs> claws. Is- that is untrue. They've only ever gotten what they themselves deserved. <laughs> like well. when, like when Hadil and Kayla got into a slap fight, and I made them roll their own damage. I mean, yeah, there are rules for that. If you hit somebody, there are consequences. HP consequences. Yeah. yeah. I was That's like, all- oh, you're in a slap fight. Both of you roll a D four. Okay, you rolled a one. You take one damage. You rolled a four. You take four damage. I hope you're that happy. That just sounds like DMing. That just yes, yeah. You're yeah. literally describing how to play Dungeons and Dragons. So you attack them, roll damage. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even make them roll to hit. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> keep keep rolling. I hope you roll high because That's one of you, you is a wizard. So. I don't play that way. It's like, oh, you guys get a slap fight? Truth or dare. <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> Go to Walgreens and pick me up a Red Bull. I know, I know that, you know, I know that there are there are some some parts of the tabletop role-playing game world that use, you know, strange things things for resolving stuff like Jenga towers or rock, paper, scissors. I've never heard of a role-playing game with truth or dare as the resolution <laughs> mechanism. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. No one steal that idea. That that's I draw my there. sword that's and fine. attack oh, okay. the elf prince. The elf prince looks at you and says, truth or dare. Truth or dare. <laughs> I think we're out of something, guys. I like this. The problem, the problem is like, how do you? I guess like, truth or dare is just a game of chicken, right? Like you, it's you win by being the last person to bail out. 
Okay. I guess is that how you, is that how it works? I, like I don't I don't think they're ever. I never got to the point where it's like, okay, well, Sandy got knocked out of Truth or Dare in the last round, so I like, you know what I mean? You, like, yeah. you never play Truth or Dare Battle Royale. You get fifty, <laughs> you get fifty people together, and you well, just no. start doing and saying awkward things at each other until there's only one person left. That's just you, normal yeah. Battle Royale. Truth or Dare is supposed to. It should be. Do you want to get hurt emotionally or physically? That's basically all. Right, but but if we're is. using it, if we're using it, let's let's physically, let's continue this thought experiment. Yeah. If we're using it as a resolution mechanism and a role playing game at some point there needs to be a clear understanding of whether or not you got the thing that you wanted so is it like three rounds of truth or dare and then you get to and then you get you what you wanted or is it like how do you yeah how do you ultimately you dare them to make out with you that's ultimately the goal (laughs) of every truth and dare game that has ever i mean yeah it's truth or dare and the dare is obviously do the thing that everyone already wants to do and the truth is Say out loud the thing that everybody is already thinking. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think truth or dare continues until we are satisfied. It's either like we regret playing truth or dare or it continues. <laughs> to be fair. Just a conversation with Tack. Right. I was going to say the Racto Circus is just truth or dare to the extreme, right? Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. <laughs> I know you were going to say truth or dare to the extreme and you said it, but I, for some reason, expected you to say seven in heaven. Oh, yes. And I was like, that doesn't sound like the Rakdos at all. I personally, I don't need to be locked. I don't need to be locked in a closet with a murderous clown for any amount of time, let alone seven (laughs) entire minutes. Seven minutes is like. You it's like a, it's like forty rounds or something. No, no combat in Dungeons and Dragons has ever lasted as long as being forced to stand in a closet with somebody for seven minutes straight. That's I always forget like how quick encounters occur, except for those battles that you're in for like two hours, and then you walk away. I was like, oh, that was a fifteen minute fight. Yeah, and I was like, so seven minutes. <laughs> let's see, seven minutes uh, times sixty is four hundred twenty seconds divided by six seconds. It's seventy rounds. Wow. Yep. Yep. You're tra- you're locked in a closet for 70 rounds. You're like, uh, I cast spiritual guardians, I guess. Or- <laughs> it's probably fine. In D&D terms, seven minutes is a long time. Was there ever consequences if you could not complete your dare? That's the thing. It's like we have That's to what I'm saying, yeah. 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 Like I think people just got upset. Do- yeah, the person just got upset because I think when I was a child, we would have like default dare then. Because if you can't complete, you must default. Oh, yeah. oh I remember a hammer yeah. for some reason, but I don't remember why. <laughs> have you guys ever played spin the bottle? No, no, yeah, no. Computer school. What do yeah. you mean? Yes. I went to like a fame high school, and it, that, it was garbage. I think. Um, <laughs> like that. I, I've never. I I have played. Never have I ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've never played Seven Minutes in Heaven. Um, yeah. Seven Minutes in Heaven isn't a game. It's brief incarceration. Like it's oh, not. That's not true. It's so weird. It's just like there's no rules to the game. It's just to st- I guess the rule is be in the closet for seven minutes, then stop. It's a very very simple game. Yeah. Well. <laughs> this is my game jam. Okay, vanilla. <laughs> this is this is the Uber inventing the bus equivalent in game design. It's the like, wait if all right, what if the rule the rule is you you put an object in the middle of a group of people and you take turns spinning it around and whoever it points at 
You have to put your face on their face. <laughs> I think it's a good game. I think it's excellent design. I went to laugh, but I threw open the back Stocking of my mouth. Glove. Did you guys ever play that? Did you guys ever- I never played that. Wait, what, what is this? It's the one with the card, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a card. Yeah. You have to, the suction from your mouth keeps the card on you. And then uh, somebody else takes the card from you. It's a lot like Cloven Fruit. Have you ever played Cloven Fruit? No. That I sounds only that as like an adult. the devil's game. I feel that sounds like something game. that sounds like something that a witch in, in a hut tries to make you play. Like you, when you First get lost because your parents abandon you in the woods because they can't feed you. Harsh, but accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I am the witch in the woods. Um, no, you put cloven cloves, foot? cloven fruit. So you get like an oh. orange and you put oh. cloves into the rind and you hand that fruit to somebody and the person takes the clove and they put it somewhere on their body and you have to what? retrieve it with either your hand or your mouth <laughs> but like a little like a clove like a little like a, like a tiny clove it's actually a clove cigarette that they've hit am, I the first, am i the only person who hasn't heard of this no other this people is- this, no, is, this is this feels like this feels no. like the game that TK tells everyone is a game, and while they're trying to figure it out, they rob their house. <laughs> they're like, "All right, here's the game. You get an orange, and then these clothes, and they're like, okay, I think we have those in the kitchen.' And then TK just goes upstairs and is like, "I'm gonna take your TV. I'm gonna take your laptop. I'm hiding a clove. Don't look for me. I'm hiding cloves. <laughs> I'm gonna take your dog. I'm gonna take the jewelry. Yes, I mean yes. Second of all, if you were on Twitter." please at me and tell me if you are in like the renaissance fair community or <laughs> SCA and you've ever played cloven fruit please yeah. now that I realize now that I say it out loud though I realize that's something that I have played at what are called pan parties so the chance that other people in this chat have played it is low mm-hmm. Do it's, I do I need to Google it myself, or are you going to tell me? You know, it's really it's really what nice. Pan party. It's what really nice being party? able to. It's really nice oh, being able pan, to get like these saters. views, these views oh, into yeah. your life. Uh, okay, it's it's really nice. Yeah. And wait, I've what what was the pan party? A pan party like satyrs for pan. Like yeah, you put Not, on your furry pants like and your your goat hooves, and you take your shirt off yeah. and you dance around playing pipes. Not yeah. like uh, not like a, a, a community like Tupperware party where I'm going to no. talk about my pans. Oh like, God, I wish. Okay, 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 okay. It's like I yeah, it's look. literally the yep. That's cool. Yeah, it is that and all of the implications that come with that. Got you. So it, it oh, and, and so this, okay. Ah! I apologize, has casually, casually an orgy. I imagine, <laughs> and, and not not to shame, but I just assume that it's implied. I'm still imagining everybody wearing goat leg pants, like in uh, what was that? Uh, what was that movie? Dan Aykroyd's in it. It's like not. It's not the Blues Brothers. It might be the Dragnet movie from like the late seventies. Where, like the bad guys are all Satanists and they wear goat legs. What the fuck movie is this? Oh, I don't know. It's gonna. It's not, oh, now I'm gonna look it up. Keep talking. Uh, <laughs> Tori Stray, you trouble. are not in action. It's not nothing but trouble. I wouldn't know if it was. <laughs> should we watch nothing but trouble right now? <laughs> I think that's. I think we all agree we should watch nothing but trouble right now. I dare you to watch nothing but trouble. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. It's horrible. I've never seen it. I have no idea what it is. What, oh, what yeah. Is Look it up. Just, if, you, if you're okay. listening to this or, or watching us right now, it's go ahead. Yeah, you can you can just stop and just watch nothing but trouble with Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Demi Moore, I think is in it. <laughs> wow. Right? It was a very strange movie. I was indeed thinking of Dragnet, the movie Dragnet, Dragnet with Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. 
uh, from 1987. The bad guys are all Satanists and they have weird goat leg pants that they wear. And I always wanted a pair because goat legs are awesome and Satan rules. Um, <laughs> and Satan rules. And Satan rules. Oh my yeah. gosh. Last Friday, I wore a shirt that Kayla had given me that's gotten, it's got like a lot of like Satanist imagery, but it's like all cartoon figures. And my mom came over to give me money for perming her hair. And she looked at my shirt and she looked me dead in the eyes and she was like, I really like that shirt. Where did you get it? And I was like, oh, mom. Mom, like Satan. Yeah, because she's like 60. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. It was awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, mom, are we having like a moment, like bonding? Okay. She was like, I really like that shirt. I, I don't think she yeah. would wear it, but bonding through Satanism. I love it. It's yeah. good. It's beautiful. Sorry, Hasbro. <laughs> Listen, they know. Email. Lisa responded to my tweet. Am I wrong though? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Welcome to my friendship with Lisa, where she Little. casually and gracefully drags you for filth in front of everyone that you've ever met. Little do they know. Little do they know that the uh, the gates on the Rakdos Arena will open and a greased up shirtless Jace Bellerin will come running out and oh, attempt yeah. to wrestle Torgor to the ground. <laughs> What if he does though? What if this is the episode? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here's something for the audience to to do uh, uh, in the comment section. Write down what Jace Bellerin was doing in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Just after every episode that we do, feel free to go to the YouTube page and and comment on what Jace Bellerin was doing this episode while we were. Trying to destroy him, basically. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no. He's probably got box seats. I just feel like there's, there's at some point, there's like some some assistant or whatever will come up to Jace and be like, Jace, Jace, there, there are these, there are these four weirdos in Ravnica and they're, they're trying to kill you. And Jace is like, oh, really? Who are they? And then they get the rundown and Jace is like, oh. Don't worry about it. Worry. <laughs> We're good. I'll just, I'm going, I'm going to the Arby's. I'll like, see you later. I like to think that the assistant tell him about yeah, these four weirdos, four weirdos coming after him and then shows him a picture of people that are not us. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're below the level yeah. of notice. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is the series finale of Jace Bowen must yes. die. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> But also, like, we're all dead. Yeah, <laughs> but also we're dead. <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> it's actually uh, the next party we create after all four of our characters die in this Racto Circus today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, so or, we were we or, were talking about this, and I think I think we can we can segue this into talking about the circus event itself because oh, uh, oh, Jesus. T- TK was asking me about the rules of a of a Racto Circus, and uh, as we have learned uh, previously. Rules are not really the Rakdos's thing. They don't really, they don't really do rules exactly. Um, generally, and and uh, Carlos, you you astutely pointed this out. Generally, there is a contract, a social contract, <laughs> wherein if the event is posited as a certain thing, like these two Minotaurs will fight these monsters, you don't generally get involved. But if you do choose to get involved, now you're involved in your fair game. So. In this in this instance, and I've I've put together a little a little map for us so we can we can keep track of where everybody's at fight wise. Let me let me drag you over there. We'll I hope I'm not on it. Show the audience. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. Well, I mean, we need to know where you are just in case. Um, so I've I've put 
I've put the three of you who are not directly immediately involved in this battle up here in the corner. So yes, place so yourselves right. somewhere in the stands among uh, these these many commoners. Because like I want to be helpful. Be splash zone. Mm-hmm. I want to be helpful to Um Yes, we are in the splash zone. Yeah, you fucking put us in the splash. Zone. Don't don't put us anywhere near like where the grates are for runoff. I want it. I want full yeah. splash zone. I don't want. <laughs> Somebody comes up to you with a plastic poncho and you're like, no, no. No, no. no. It's going to be open this whole time. I would like the funnel, please. What is the opposite of goggles? And can I wear some? (laughs) Yeah, I want to be like, we're obviously in the the home team. So I want to be, I want to be right here. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm sitting next to you. Oh, can this can this NPC token next to us be the, the woman who's born? Yeah, she's between <laughs> us. She's between us. Yeah, um, yeah she, no, she's would be, us. Yeah, where would like us. the back I want to be real close to her. I want to be uncomfortably close. Wait, no, I want to be uncomfortably close. This isn't <laughs> I can't be uncomfortably close. I love the little I love the little token tango that's going on up here. <laughs> it's just like wiggling around. <laughs> I apologize in advance to everybody for this episode because I have a cold. I'm very sick. (laughs) So is this area uh, on the bottom right here? Is that on the floor or is that above everything? We're looking straight down. And so there is and where I put this little green area, there is an exit and an entrance there. That's that portcullis that was lifting at the end of the last episode. So uh, technically the two Minotaur brothers are in here. Okay. Um, and so they'll come, they'll is come this out. Jace's box seat at the bottom. Is that uh, no, at? sorry. Let me let me place this. This is where uh, that's that's where Kerfuffle is sitting. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Okay. So because Kerfuffle is the is the the ringmaster there. Um, oh, is that Winnegar sitting right under? Where? Can I be like <laughs> under that area or there's like, no? Yeah, there's no like seating. Yeah, there's no seating under that area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm probably like around here, basically. Okay. Like, kind of like angels in the outfield. Uh, <laughs> Aww, that's nice. Also, uh, Gorbor and Torgor like to be called the Hammer Bros. Uh, yeah, perfect. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> Can't yeah. believe he's going to die. Wow, that was too sweet. Wow. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Let me. I sometimes I'll go into the Roll Twenty Marketplace and I'll just look for. Uh, tokens for things that I couldn't possibly be tokens for. I'm going to look and see if there's a Zamboni token uh, <laughs> anywhere in here. Because I imagine as soon as the gates know, unfortunately no Zamboni token uh, available for me to celebrate my heritage. Um, but yeah, because I, I imagine that as the gates are surprised, we hear like, bum, 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 bum. Everybody doing the wave. It goes all the way around. So have I have I killed most of the people on our side because I I noticed it's a little sparse. <laughs> yeah, I mean I didn't want to fill I didn't want to fill the entire seating area with the same creepy commoner face. Um, <laughs> I figured into, this would be enough this would be enough to give some texture to the background. But yes, the entire audience is not made up of people who have exactly the same slightly Mila Jovovichy face. Yo, I'm into it though. <laughs> Disappointing. But- For some reason, yeah, we just we couldn't uh, we couldn't pay for the CGI to have individual um, faces. So everyone in the audience is the same person, and it's just, just Mila Jovovich. I just hope that we just downloaded the 3D models for free off a website, mm-hmm. and we have like Toy Story, we have like all different types of 3D models. We just pulled them out of a Doom wad, so that's fine. No problem. No problem. Um, 
I, I really like this arena. Uh, notice there are no exits for bathrooms, but that's fine. I mean, there, there are exits. Look, there's an there are exit. exits, but not bathrooms. Yeah. And there you have to leave the arena. Or or you can, or you can, as as I imagine many of the gruel do, you can just like... No. Over the over the edge into the arena if you want to. Listen, it depends. The Rakdos the Rakdos are are immaculate improvisers. And so while this may begin as a an arena battle, the the they're they're willing to let it go where it goes. We're gonna see where the day takes us. Are there weapons that we can throw in? Like Um, this is a a BYOW event. Um (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to, you can you can go back to the lobby and you can buy yourself an over a very overpriced sword or knife or whatever. Uh, is this like medieval times? Are they going to be? Does it say AT&T on the side? Like what? <laughs> what no, but I guarantee there's someone, like there's somebody in the audience with a giant pink foam finger. This is roll 20 on it. Just go ahead. <laughs> there's like a roll 20 Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> just goes by. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it says Rakdos is a pimp on the side of it. Um yes. So, uh, so Torgor and, uh, and, and Gorbor, uh, we, we fade in on this, on this arena. Um, the last act has been, uh, they've been cleared from the floor and, uh, and you and your brother are standing by the, uh, you're standing by the portcullis as it begins to, as it begins to rise. Uh, and everyone is shouting. Uh, they know that we, we talked about this before. They know that this is your fight. Uh, you have uh, colleagues uh, in the crowd and then obviously a whole bunch of people uh, gathered just to watch a Rakdos fight who maybe have heard of you. Almost certainly there are one or two people in the audience who are like when they see you come out, they're like, wait a second. That's that Minotaur from that wanted poster. Cool. I love criminals. <laughs> uh, you know, all the Ravnik and true crime fans. They're just really yeah. stoked. To find All out that, podcasts. yeah, that you're <laughs> listen. They got podcasts around to go. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's disappointing. Who's, who's here live streaming to their <laughs> right? Just, you just their see somebody with a camera. Stream. <laughs> you see a half elf named Adam Coble in the corner. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he what is a half elf. <laughs> <laughs> they blew him out. <laughs> Yeah. So He's you a um, little meetup spot. So you want to come out, you want to do so you're you're in charge basically of this yeah. of this moment, right? This is this is your this is your moment, Torgor. Whether you traditionally that you'll come in and you'll have a minute to to kind of like showboat or whatever, and then mm-hmm. they'll they'll release your opponents. Perfect. Uh, so uh, uh yeah, so what does that give me give me the scene? What does it look like? Torgor uh does exactly that. Um I think at the last moment uh of the episode you had this like kind moment of Torgor and Gorbor like checking in with each other where they're like kind of it's just them. So it's a little more of mm-hmm. like just their experience. And then as the portcullis opens, it's almost like um that part doesn't go away, but Torgor knows like it's performance time. Yeah. So it's like, it's like any sincere, like the sincerity and kindness kind of wait away. And it's like the braggadocious, like the real, like showmanship comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, he like gets into the crowd and it says, who's ready for some Torgor. And like, just like, starts like getting the crowd up, like, like ramped up. And it's, absolutely and like he looks at Winnegar who started the chant he's like that's my best friend 
and like there. The thing is, the thing is, let's 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 point out down at the bottom here. Whitaker is sitting as by himself as he can get. <laughs> yeah. Just like Torgo, Torgo, and there's like the next person. It's like ten feet away. I'm sitting, I'm sitting right next to Scoop. It's me and Scoop. Together. Yeah, the engineer, Scoop. <laughs> All right, uh, it's like over there. And like Torgo takes a moment. Um, he grabs the one mic that's dangling because he asked for it specifically. Uh, and it says, "Now, now, this is the two-on-two fight you all have been waiting for. The one, the only Torgor come to provide some entertainment. But don't worry, your eyes aren't broken. You're not seeing double. It is the two-on-two Minotaur match of the century." And it's- Winnegar is looking at his notes that he wrote for Torgor to say. It's like he read it perfectly. Got a lot good. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, unwarranted. I want to see how well this performance. Yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's have you make a performance roll to see uh, how how fired up the the crowd gets, and then uh, and then we'll uh, and we'll see. Yeah. What twenty two? Nice twenty two. Excellent. Okay. All right. So, so for the, for the fight, so you, you, you get the crowd going, uh, I'm like vamping you, them up, getting yeah, them real high. And, yeah. and they, they're already, they're already really excited. And that energy starts to, starts to kind of feedback, uh, people getting up out of their seat and, and cheering. And the, you can feel the energy go from like, we're excited about this to like, blood like let's come on let's see some let's see some blood and so the crowd is shouting and uh your your brother uh has has gone into like you you can see the sort of tactician like combatant mode kick in like for you this is a performance but for him he's like you know checking the exits looking around like scanning the crowd for for hidden dangers uh and uh and he's he's ready to go but while we look around at the crowd i think we we get another shot like real low to the ground. Uh, so we can see your feet moving around. We can see your brother behind you. And we, we focus in the, the focus falls on one of these grates over here. And the, the grate lifts very slowly. And we see first, uh, a, a dark green, uh, snout, like a pair of nostrils. We see a, a long red tongue flick the air. And uh, with a, a hiss, we see an enormous snake emerge from this, uh, this grate over here uh, and, uh, and slither in your direction. So what we're going to do, uh, I'll get uh, Torgor and the snake. We'll get you to roll initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if anybody else wants to do something, uh, you tell me you want to do it and then we can roll initiative for you and you can jump in. Uh, now I, I threw together a character sheet for uh Gorbor. Um, oh, I want to get, I, I want to yeah. get a volunteer from, from the audience. I want somebody, one of the three of you, can you play Gorbor? Can you, can you do the, do the fight part for him? Who wants to play as Gorbor for this, for this scene? I know oh, Carlos. Uh, yeah, Carlos is gonna get that brotherly bond. I think better than. <laughs> oh no no no! Someone else needs to do it for sure. I'm uh, handing it off to it's no. one of you guys. Wait, then I definitely want to see TK be a loving brother. <laughs> <laughs> the acting challenge of a lifetime. <laughs> can you can you take can you take on that uh, yeah. that 
that that challenge. Okay. All right. Let me let me assign I'll give you. Some you. Coaching if you need it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't worry. I will ensure Torgor's safety. Just okay. know that Gorbor was made intentionally to be a cleric for whatever reason. Um, maybe because our team lacks any healing whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> well, Gorbor. I mean, Gorbor is a cleric, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll play a cleric. Okay, so I, I assigned you. I send you Gorbor's character sheet. You should be able to oh, see it there. Heck yeah! I enjoy. I, I I would like to read some of these like personality traits. Oh, I rolled. Bonds. So I rolled. Yeah, I rolled yeah. randomly a bunch of them. They didn't all stick, but we can we can let uh we'll let let TK uh, illustrate yeah. the personality traits. Oh. But yeah, you see, I was doing the character builder, so there's like a whole bunch of test rolls here. Oh, some of these are. Oh, fun. this is just me. Okay. I pace when standing and fidget incessantly when forced to sit. <laughs> so oh, you, oh no. so Gorbor and uh, Gorbor and Torgor, you see the uh, the great open, and everyone starts to to scream and shout. Uh, they're all very excited uh, about the uh, about the snake, and I think that that as the as the snake comes out, it's going to get the first turn. As it comes yeah. out, uh, sitting up here next to you, uh, Winninger, uh, Sco- Scoops looks over and he. He points at the grate as the grate like automatically shuts, and he's like, "Spring loaded." I did that. Oh wow! <laughs> what? Are there like people? It's spring loaded, so like you, someone's cranking down that spring he, in the beginning, he, and he then- sh- yeah, he shakes his head. He's like, "It's all automated." We used to Whoa. have to have two guys, one to open the grate, the other one keep the snake from getting out. Now, automated. I did that. Wow. How are those guys though? Did they land on their feet? Did they get another job or something? <laughs> and he looks at you, he's like, This is this is the first time you've been to the circus, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. Like what's great oh, is look at this guy's like Dane Cook looking face too. Just oh look my at, god. Look at Chris Angel over here. That was like a fucking jump scare. Oh, oh my god. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I like him because because uh, he looks like the guy at the coffee house that uh, would would say to play devil's advocate. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, literally, Rakdos is a devil, so it makes sense. He does have a highly uh, punchable face. So there he is. There's your new friend. I cannot wait to kill him. <laughs> oh, scoops. So, uh, so yeah, this uh, this snake emerges from the uh, emerges from the the grate, uh, goaded from behind. We see a couple of Rakdos like poking at it with uh, with with spears underneath, and it, it hisses angrily and uh, slithers out in front of you, uh, Torgor, and uh, all the, the crowd is shouting. Uh, you can see it's got um, like burns and stuff along the back of it, and it's it's pissed. Like they've been they've been firing this thing up. Oh, uh, Charlie, what have they been doing to you, bud? Oh, and God. so yeah, and so when you see you look up and you see you see Charlie, and there is there is a moment where all of the all of the shouting and the and the the, the poking and all of the goading finally just just congeals in uh, in Charlie's brain. He lashes out, uh, fangs like swords snapping out towards you. Let's see. Uh, let's see how the first swing of the swing of the fight goes. Uh, I get a four. I get a four. So uh, it it lunges out at you. Do you when Torgor fights? Do you tend to move out of the way of attacks, or do you tend to like parry them? I think uh, Torgor himself is. I kind of think of him like the juggernaut in certain ways that like mm-hmm. once he's moving, he's moving. And then, but prior to that, he is like, 
it just takes a lot of momentum to get him into that space. Yeah. So in the meantime, he's planted. Um, so yeah. Cool. Okay. So yeah. yeah, rather than, rather than like roll out of the way or, uh, or dodge. Yeah. You, you fall on like, just block the attacks so this enormous snake like rears back lunges for you. And then there's a, a crash as, yeah, yeah, as the two of you collide, uh, the, the crowd cheers, uh, for all the violence. And uh, and I think I think that's the Viper's turn. So mm-hmm. uh, Torgor, it is your turn. Uh, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to talk about my fear. Uh, I'll discuss it a little bit later. But uh, so this big, big snake is right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to. Um, I want to use a. Um, so I'm going to use my bonus action to activate fighting spirit mm-hmm. um, to get myself an extra 10 temporary hit points. That How long there. does fighting spirit last? It's till the end of my turn, which is a thing that uh, I think we'd been, I'd been getting wrong. Uh, mm, okay. Both prior. So it's till uh, the end of your next turn. Till uh, on the bonus action turn, you can give yourself advantage until the end of the current turn. Uh, end of the current so turn. when, okay. end of the current turn. Um, so then, Actually, it's only five temporary hit points. My bad. Um, and I'm going to use both my attacks with my maul. I, I'm going to use the first one on its right eye and then the second one on its left eye. <laughs> okay. Just pummeling it about the head. Just like like two really like boom, boom. Like to like kind of like almost... Uh, to pop really two large water balloons, I would say. <laughs> with, with Perfect. This camera. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's get this mall out there for the first attack. I do have advantage because of fighting spirit, uh-huh. and I get a Woo! that that is the with advantage. It's a nat twenty. It is. That's uh, right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then I'll roll for the second one now. As is. Whoo! Thank goodness for that advantage. Huh? Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> two crit, two so two crits in a row because of advantage. Both both the result of your fighting spirit. Uh, yeah, Torgor is Thanks. in fine form. So uh, this is like the sickest fighting we've ever seen you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you guys aren't here, I'm I'm in my zone. Give me someone who knows how I fight, and we got it <laughs> locked in. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, um, so I'll make. Uh, so with roll twenty, it'll if I just click them all, what it it'll calculate? do all the crits and everything. Yeah, it'll grab all Perfect. your dice. Okay, and the second one. Oh Perfect. wow! Okay. So nine, 10, 12, and then another 18. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So one, one swing to the side of the head. And then as the snake reels, you spin the hammer around the other side, smash it on that side. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's reeling uh, blood dripping from its jaws. Uh, and uh, yeah. And then I assume you don't want to move. You're, you're good where you are. I'm, I'm good. Exactly where I am. Do All I, up. am I successful in uh, hindering its sight in any capacity? Uh, you have, you have, pummeled it in the head but it hasn't it's still like aware it's capable yeah it's not stunned or anything i'm just picturing this as like you know when in like video games when like the first boss isn't really the boss you know what i mean like funny funny you should mention that there's only one snake it's supposed to be two that's right funny you should mention that uh winnegar so it it maybe occurs to you torger like wait a second there's only one snake (laughs) Uh, and it's at that point when you hear uh, a, a loud uh, shrieking cry from from up in this direction. And we we pan up. We see Kerfuffle like rubbing his hands together like, ooh, here we go. 
God uh, damn it. And uh, f- flying down from above, uh, you see an enormous, an enormous <gasps> creature. Uh, so it has the body of a t- tiger or maybe a lion. Uh, it has the wings of a bat uh, and it has the face of a terrifying old man with too many teeth. Uh, and so you see, you see this, this hideous manticore uh, come man fl- from up flying in from above. Uh, and let's see. Uh, yeah. So it flies, it flies in now it's above you uh, yeah. flapping, flapping its big wings here. Let me put the little indicator on it. There we go. Uh, and it, it flies in here uh, shrieking and everybody first screams with, with fear and then, and then with delight uh, because of more violence. Uh, and uh, as the, uh, as the manticore flies overhead, it's tail snaps under it and flings uh, three spikes in your direction. What the fuck? So uh, here's the, here's the first oh, one. Uh, okay. I got a 20. That'll hit. Okay, so Toro, you take ten piercing damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, a second spike uh, gets a seven. Uh, and then the third spike is a ten. Okay, so only the first one hits you. Uh, yeah. And now this thing is is flying here. It's about like twenty feet off the ground, uh, and it's yeah flinging uh, spikes out of its tail at you. Uh, cool, cool, and that's cool. its turn. So Gorbor. <laughs> what what would you like to do, Gorbor? <laughs> Sorry, I've never played a spellcaster on roll twenty, so I'm just like going through the spell list, like, looking and seeing what all's happening. What does all this crap I do, do? I do like There's this so notion of Gorbor stuff. like holding his spell cards, just like yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> like Gorbor has been attempting to pay attention. What is Gorbor's voice? Uh, he's kind of sounds like Torgor. I was just I was yeah. just doing like a an impression of Masu That's doing Torgor, so like a, little, a little chesty, a little gravelly. Yeah. yeah. So now you have to do an impression of me doing an impression of Masu doing a Torgor voice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I will not. Um, <laughs> we'll just imagine it. Well, we got it. We got because, it. Because because I know for a fact that. It would sound super ridiculous. I feel like Gorbor's just gonna have a youth pastor voice for the rest. Of <laughs> he's a cleric. You're not wrong. <laughs> he showed up. Yeah, he's in his. Yeah, he's in his armor and everything. But beneath it is the sweater vest of a. I was going to say, does he take out an acoustic guitar? <laughs> this is a hookah shell necklace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay, so. Is this manticore is still flying or has it? Yes, yeah, it is still flying. Okay, and this serpent is uh it is struggling. It's fight's fighting with Torgor, yep. Awesome. Uh I think I think Gorbor will take that um chance to sort of like go over the uh I'm going to say he doesn't have spell cards, but he does have a um yearly book of devotionals and mm-hmm. affirmations. Yep. Yep, because remember, people, clerics, uh, yeah. clerics in Ravnica, they're they're there aren't really gods in the way that there are in a lot of yeah. other fantasy settings. So the power, the thing that empowers uh, Gorbor is his dedication to the Boros and their ideals. Yeah, um, absolutely. And he's he's thinking about that dedication. He's thinking about that strength that, that it gives him. He's like, my life, my life is my purpose with with the Boros. That is that is my purpose. And when you 
commit yourself to your purpose 100%, you cannot lose. And he's just like <laughs> saying that to himself as like, not quite a mantra, but as an, a daily affirmation and uh, <laughs> summon spirit guardians. Nice, nice. So, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. What does, what does, uh, what does spirit guardians uh, look like when Gorbor casts it? I think that the spirit guardians, I think whenever he was younger and he was more about, um, the crusade of the Boros Legion mm-hmm. that they were strong winged bulls. But I think now they look like his daughters. <laughs> okay, cool. Spectral, Whoa. tiny spectral minotaurs. Uh, yeah, I think guys, now they look like Gorbor's his daughters. going to die in this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're really death flagging Gorbor here. Uh, okay. I got like, profoundly sad just because like he might want to have to watch his daughters be attacked. <laughs> no, so they're, they're spiritual no, no, representations they're of his yeah. Of his children, yeah, yeah, and they have like they have long swords and hammers, and, <laughs> and uh, they're 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 very much um, what's the word I'm looking for? They caricaturize they're like cherubs, of them. Yeah. yeah, like cherubs, yes. but they they're like little tiny cherub am- Amazons. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna cast that, and its main his main uh thought with these is to protect um torgor not to attack whatever's attacking torgor because what it is is it's like a it's like a a, a manifestation of his love for his family also atta- also protecting another family member yeah yeah spiritual guard spirit guardians is like uh um the the, the power of family uh okay so it's 15 foot radius yeah, I need a wisdom save for the serpent. Yeah, and is it when they start their turn, or is it... Um, let me see. Ooh. I think... The number of creatures is half when they enter the area for the first time, or on a turn, or starts its turn there. Okay. Um, okay, so, so that'll be at the be start of their, their turn. turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then um, I think... I don't remember if that's an action or not. I know spiritual weapon is an action is a bonus action. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you'll I, get the, you'll get the snake with this, this aura now. Um, but the manticore is too high up. The manticore is, uh, above the bubble of. Protection. Okay. Awesome. That's fine. Um, it is an action to cast it. So, uh, in that case, mm-hmm. uh, Gorbor is going to stand their ground right now. Yeah. They're, they're fine where they are. Okay. All right. Uh, they will, they will like kind of jokingly, but not as much because they're not as good a performer as Torgor. <laughs> Just be like, uh, you got it, buddy. Uh, <laughs> doing okay over there. Oh, what's really sad about this is I raised Charlie from an egg, and like suddenly you see this flashback of like Torgor <laughs> nuzzling the snake as it like crawls up on his arm, feeds him like a little mouse, and like now like a single tear sheds down his eye as he like pummels it in the head. Yeah, right. <laughs> I raised him from an egg and now I must kill him. The circle of life. <laughs> Elton John's just in the audience fucking playing his piano. All right. Wow, they got him too. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's here in his off time. This is just a, you know, side gig for him. No, then, it's just then like... Then you just see Adam Cobalt like touch Elton John's key every now and then. Like, like his piano key. Elton's like, stop that. Stop it. Get away from my piano. <laughs> All right. So, uh, continuing from before, uh, the, the serpent reels from the blows that you delivered 
uh, and lunges in with a uh, with an attack uh, of his own uh, and gets a crit. Oh, yeah. here we oh. go. That'll hit. All right. So Torger gets uh, you get crit for oh boy, uh, twenty eight piercing damage. Cool. Standard. So both fangs just plunged into your chest, uh, like like spears. And then I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. Uh, would love to. Um. That would have killed me. Yeah, that would have killed me. So everyone in the audience is like, "Oh, he's definitely dead." They're just like they get up cheering, like, "Wow!" And they're freaking out. Oh, and you fail your you fail your Constitution save. All right, so the snake's venom pours into your into your system. Right, you feel. Uh, a sudden uh, sharp pain uh, as yeah, venom is is uh, thrust into your veins. Uh, you're gonna take another uh, another four poison damage. Cool. And you are blind. You are blind, blind and poisoned. Oh my god! So, that gives me blind gives me like disadvantage on attacks, right? Yeah, you have to know where your target is, and then uh, and then yeah, and then you can swing at it with disadvantage. Cool. Uh, so you're blind and you're poisoned. Um, so let me double check if poisoned has any stuff on its own. Uh, and also, yes, the snake needs to take uh, spirit guardian damage. Uh, so give me a second for that. Nice. Um, okay, yeah. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. All right. So let's let's have you. What's uh what's the save? Fourteen wisdom save. Yeah, fourteen. So. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So it takes uh, takes the damage. I actually added for Oof. for chat. I actually the original HP on this thing. I uh, I added in wrong. Let me. This is what it should be at. Just so you know. Spirit uh, babies. Oh mm-hmm. no. Let's see. Oh, it was at. It just took fourteen. Mm-hmm. And it should it should have started with another yeah. twenty more than it had. So it should be at. <laughs> Oh, you made it a um, higher oh, hit point. Yeah, because right, there's right, only right, there's right. only Taking one of it, it for that first round. So you yeah. did the fourteen. Okay, all right, there you go. So it is, uh, it is you, like the you can see the spirit guardians, these tiny minotaur children, just like slashing through it, yeah. uh, weakening the thing. It's it's on its last legs. Uh, Torgor, you you've been poisoned. You're blind. You can still feel it though. You can feel it right next to you. It hasn't moved. Perfect. Um, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get a saving throw against the blindness at the end of this turn, but you can still make your attacks. You're just at disadvantage. Um, can well, can I send him a message from the stand? Yeah. Um, where he should like? Can I use me- the spell ma- message to to like tell him like, yo, what are you doing? Like he can't see. Obviously, he can't see, right? Like. Uh yeah yeah it's it's clear that he's like yeah, yeah. swinging kind of so, aimlessly yeah. Yeah, so I just want to cast message and tell him where uh, these two things are in relation to him right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, And in that way, like, upon hearing the message from uh, Winnegar, like, kind of... I just got two massive fangs in my chest, right? Like, Torgo just got this, like, massive bite taken out. He's stumbling. He's kind of reeling. Um, And then here's... um, what's called Winnegar's voice and it like brings him back in a moment Mm. and like in that he like takes a deep breath activates another fighting spirit um, to make him have 
12 plus five temporary hit points to put him at seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, so now he's got advantage on attack rolls, but he also has dis. So do they like. Yeah. So they basically attack- any number of advantages and any number of disadvantages will just even each other out. So Perfect. it's just a regular, regular roll if you have. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he's just going to. I'm trying to think. I would say. I would like to make. Um, I and I know where the manticore is because of the message of generally of like direction. So what I would think Torgor would want to do is, uh, you know, I'm just going to attack the snake at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I'm snake's gonna, pretty. Gonna, it's pretty badly beat up. So cool. I'm gonna just whip at it with my maul. Let's see, nice, nice. Okay, 27 hits. Yep, that's definitely a hit. Um, and then, oh, I haven't used my movement yet. Okay. So that, that's, that's actually good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Uh, that's also a hit. Yep. Cool. Uh, and then I do 10 and then 13 damage. So 23. Uh, all right. So you don't, you don't see this happen, but I will <laughs> let you describe what happens. So you, you kill, you kill the snake on your second blow, but you're blind. So what does that, what does that look like? Um, I think, Ultimately, what happens is is Torgor's eyes are shut, and he like he like steadies himself, and he just like listens mm-hmm. to the chaos that's now erupting in this field. Like now he's taking a hit. Like now it's like truly a Rakdos show for him. Yeah, and he's so centered in where he is, and like and in that moment of centered, it allows him to like just be like every ounce of his being can now be violent. Cause he has like kind of made that neutrality and he, he has that control. So like with the first one, just wham, just like across the face. And he knows he makes connection from the feeling of it. And he mm-hmm. like feels like the pushback. And then on the other one, he like brings it up and goes down. Mm-hmm. And as he's going down, he realizes that he went straight through the head. <laughs> obviously obviously there's viscera that splashes on him but like he hits the earth yeah right here's the sound of like the 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 earth yeah you feel, you feel the, th- the thud of hitting the ground yeah yeah uh, and then and then with that he like feels the head and i would like to think like uh i might have to make an it's so because i'm blind mm-hmm. how difficult would it be for me to put the snake to hide underneath the snake body from the manticore to use it like as cover. Uh, not, not that hard. Like if you put one cool. hand on it and you like flop over here and, and throw yourself prone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I right. think. And Winnegar is just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Is <laughs> 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 he like push this big viper head on. <laughs> so he's like hides, hides <laughs> under the body. The yeah. yeah. So when you, from the outside, that, that first blow when you, when you hit it and it, it reels back, uh, uh, wounded blood sprays off of it into the audience. Uh, can you, uh, attack, can you make a dexterity saving throw? Rude. <laughs> um, I wonder, I bet you here, I bet you I can do a cool. Okay, let me just, uh, da, 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 da. oh no, we're in the splash. Oh, 24. It me. <laughs> okay, all right, so you managed to not get any blood all, all over you. Um, you, uh, Rode, you have a shield in front of you. The woman in front of you gets covered in blood. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, like, 
move behind her. I'm like, oh no. You've got a little. I don't know here. if this is like poisonous blood or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the woman doesn't immediately like burst into flames or die horribly or anything. So, which is really disappointing to anyone that's nearby. Yeah, I'm pretty disappointed. Um, okay, all right. So, Torgor, you you can make another Constitution save at the end of your turn. Yes, I would love so if you recover to. from the poison. Uh-huh. Was still coursing through your your wrecked body, and nobody sees it. But uh-huh. underneath Charlie's body, Torgor is still weeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's uh, the tears that free you from your blindness. <laughs> yeah, and they wipe away. It's a nineteen. They wipe okay. away. Yes, <laughs> you recover. Yep, you cry. You cry out the poison. <laughs> so you're Charlie. not you're not blinded anymore, and you won't take any poison damage. Um, snake. So okay, so Gorbor, you see, uh, you see your your brother get uh, badly injured, and then throw throw himself to safety after killing the snake. Uh, the uh, the manticore uh, up above uh, turns its entire attention on on Gorbor now. Sometimes, um, sometimes he just needs a good cry. Sorry, I almost said that in tax voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so three, three more, three more spikes uh, for for you. Uh, the Manticore uh, rises up uh, a little further because it can see the swirling aura and wants to keep its distance. So it flies up a bit, and it's just yeah, flapping its wings and flinging tail spikes at you. So it gets three attacks against Gorbor, uh, whose rude. armor class is eighteen. So here we go. One. I would prefer not to. Two. Two. 16, 12. And three. All right. So 16, your uh, your Boros armor protects you, Gorbor. Yeah. Um, in the same way that that uh, I think that Torgor isn't really like a jumping, rolling, like kind of acrobatic fighter. Neither are you. You have heavy armor on. No. And the the sound of high velocity projectiles bouncing off of it uh, fills the arena and uh, and the audience cheers, uh, but also like they're a little sad that you didn't get impaled. But you know, there's always next round. Uh, Gorbor, it is your turn. What are you gonna do? Uh, sorry, I'm still like reading these. That's okay. The <laughs> the, right, so the encounter the encounter does not require like that everybody is exact with these because I knew somebody playing a character they haven't played before. Yeah. So um, it's still flying. Yes. Yes. Thirty feet off the ground. Uh, flapping its wings Ooh. up here. It's hard to tell because I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of ranged spells. Yeah, uh, don't have a lot of ranged options. I think what what Gorbor is going to do is um, seeing now that Gorbor has to kind of carry the momentum of the performance. Uh-huh. Uh, he will he'll take his own hammer and like slam it against his armor a few times and really is that all and it's just like question mark at the end it's just like is this right i don't know um and then uh cast a scorching ray ah nice cool so this is one of your boros spells um yeah so yeah from your from your hammer uh you can fire three three scorching rays i think uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to say yes. So you should have Scorching Ray as a look at it. It's under your attacks. There's a weapon, mm-hmm. uh, Scorching Ray. So you can just click that and we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Bloop. All right. The first Scorching Ray uh, finds its mark. Yeah. It hits the uh, hits the Manticore. Nice okay. 15. Yeah. 
Oh, that is guiding bolt, and that is not helpful. So you can, yeah, there you go. So, so yeah, I mean, you, you only have one target, so you might as well do all three of them in a row and then roll damage three. for each one. Nice, all three nice. of them hit. Wow, yeah. very good. It, it looks amazing. Uh, Gorbor looks <laughs> a little surprised, um, but other than that, it's like it's just a stream of like fireworks straight from the hammer as he points it up at the manticore, um, and then I just click for bloop. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, so that eight plus seven, you can ignore the seven because it was yeah, a, it just rolls seven. the crit anyway. But eight, gotcha. eight, and six. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the crowd, uh, they cheer because they love fire and they love violence. And a couple of them cheer a little less loudly than usual because they don't like the Boros yeah, very much. But they're weird. like, it's like I don't like him, but I like what he's doing. So yeah. <laughs> hooray! I guess. Yeah. One hundred percent. Nice. Oh, whoopsies. Uh. We're all very no, proud that you could cast mind. guidance if you wanted to. Yeah, I yeah. could if I wanted to. I was trying Show to off. read stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many. I've never played a spellcaster in Roll20, so I'm just sitting here going like, oh, like, look at all these options. options. Yeah, so oh, many delightful. things to click. <laughs> so many things I could just, I could click if I wanted to, but I don't. Um, <laughs> all right, so you scorching ray the thing. Do you want to move or, because there are these like pillars you could run and try to like hide behind or, I mean, he's pretty yeah. mobile, but. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that, um, how tall are the pillars? Uh, they're really probably like, how tall would the ceiling be? They're, they're very tall. Cause they're whole, they normally would have held up a ceiling. This isn't an arena that the Rakdos like built. It's just a place they found oh. in the, in the ruins and are using for the circus. Mm-hmm. So there would yeah. have been a ceiling. I think they're probably sheared off around like 50 feet. Maybe the ceiling collapsed yeah. a long time ago. In, in my mind and in Gorbor's mind, because I am, Gorbor's god right now. Um I I don't think that he would think hiding behind something as mm. opposed to under something would be helpful against a flying creature. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's just gonna square up yeah. and kind of like wait for Torgor to uh kind of you wanna you wanna get it together or mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. All right, so you you hold your ground. Uh, yeah. hoping, to, hoping to eat up the shots. Okay. All right. Uh, Torgor, what would you like to do? Uh, I think... Am I within range for my crossbow? Mm, yeah. I mean, what's yeah. the what's the short range on your... Is it a light crossbow? I believe uh, I have both a light and a heavy crossbow. <laughs> just, <laughs> just walking around packing. All right. right. Um, yeah. So a heavy... Oh, of course, I don't have it written down here. It should say the the range if you dragged it over for your character sheet, but I'm pretty sure you're within short range for both. Cool. Um, I'm going to actually... Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with my heavy crossbow at it from okay. like behind the... Uh, called um the snake mm-hmm. um and more or less like yeah i let me make the shot first and then i'll say what i'm trying to do okay uh, so you make an attack with a heavy crossbow the heavy crossbow okay uh it is a miss unfortunately cool. you get a 12 mm-hmm. so the shot you line up the shot now that you can see you blink yeah. the tears and the venom out of your eyes <laughs> and you fire um, mm-hmm. But the the manticore moves out of the way and the arrow soars into the crowd and almost kills someone uh and yeah like people moving it thunk, hits the seat mm, and then the person that yeah exactly so there's again that combination of like oh my god i almost died and like oh i almost died <laughs> almost died. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, five people move up 
Yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody grabs the the uh, crossbow bolt and like pulls it out of the wall and puts it in their bag. Uh, <laughs> gives it to a little kid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I'll use uh my second attack to shoot another heavy crossbow. Now, I think with a heavy crossbow, you can only fire it once per round because it ah, is a heavy crossbow. This is good to know. Then my light yeah. crossbow, <laughs> the one that I shoot with. So you uh, you have your, uh, I'm just figuring the action economy. So you had your yeah. maul in your hands. Uh, uh, maul, mauls, uh, I would say, set down. Yes, yeah, to- so you, you put them all away. You've drawn your heavy crossbow. You fire it. Uh, you do not have the actions left to put the heavy cross away and take the light one out and fire that Perfect. one as well. I appreciate you being nitpicky about rules. I value it, and I <laughs> it's limiting my dream, but I value it. <laughs> that's what I do here. Limit that's your dreams. Good. Yep. Um, and then in that case, uh, I might shout to Gorbar being like, if you can bring it to the ground, I, I can... I can do something to it. I, 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 I just, it's just, it's too far. I don't, I, you know, I was never good at the arcane. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, the manticore, uh, is going to continue. It's, uh, it's assault on Gorbor. Uh, it's going to move this way slightly, and then it's going to fling some more tail spikes at Gorbor. So here we go. First spike. Is a 14. Second spike is a 23. There we go. That's wow. a hit. So, Gorbor, you take nine damage, nine piercing. And then the third tail spike is a 19, which is also a hit. You take another 11. So, you take 20, 20 piercing Ooh. damage total, uh, Gorbor. So, this time, uh, the, the Manticore moves to, to reposition. And flings these spikes, and before you get a chance to really turn to to absorb the brunt, uh, two of them hit places that either the armor is thin, uh, and they punch through, uh, or it catches you in an area where you're unarmored. Uh, and, uh, yeah, searing searing pain as you're stabbed with manticore tail bits. It is your no, turn. No, Gorbor doesn't... What's Gorbor's HP? I don't have an HP tracker. I can't see. I'm so worried. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Uh, I'm about okay. half. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to do gorbor uh gorbor uh it doesn't really matter if healing word was a bonus action i can't cast two spells in the same round anyway yeah. um gorbor will cast healing word and kind of like try to disguise it as though he's chiding towards like <laughs> Haha, you you don't need me to win your fight for you do you brother I like that but it's like the healing, healing word is just healing chastisement. Like, <laughs> do better. Get up. Come on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead I, and cast yeah. that at third level. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's a good roll. You got a three and a four. Okay. I mean, seven hit points is better than nothing. Yeah. So, Torgor, you recover seven hit points. Yes. It, it's because Gorbor has an unfortunate... Um, like problem where he phrases everything as a question so mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> please get up <laughs> mm-hmm. things have gotten rather scary okay so that's your that's a bonus action right healing word yes so okay. i can still take an attack i just don't know if i can melee attack from where i am so i'm going to use my light crossbow because i don't really have a <laughs> I, I don't really have a a, <laughs> a choice. Yeah. Uh, so let's heck and do that. Okay, you get a twelve. Uh, nope, twelve was not good enough for Masood to do it. 
It isn't good enough for you, I'm afraid. So you're firing, and again, you fire into the <laughs> fire at the manticore. The coral goes up, and uh, and people in the audience are like, somebody takes off their ball cap to try to like catch it, but it goes <laughs> it goes over the stands and flies out into the parking lot and goes right through somebody's windshield. They're gonna be pissed when they get uh, out there. That's okay. Uh... I'm I'm gonna hang out behind a pillar now. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can. I'm gonna, move. I'm gonna move over to where to where Torgor is, and like, but like not like running, but not yeah. like. Not, it, yeah. It's not walking, but it's not running yeah, either. It's not, yeah, it's not. It's it's very much like a, a speed walk. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So Torgor, it's your turn. Um, yeah. Before you take your turn, uh, can I, Rode, can you roll a uh, perception check for me? Yes, I can. That's, I think I'm good at that. Thank God. All right, here we go. Not, not I'm actually not, I'm not great, but it's fine. <laughs> That's a seven. That's seven. That's okay. what you wanted. I mean, I I needed you to roll. Um, I I take but personal. My, yeah. My passive wisdom. My passive wisdom perception is twelve. Yeah. So, so you're distracted. Uh, understandably. What is it? What is it that's distracting I'm fucking you? Fucking sloshed. I'm so. <laughs> okay. Three days. This bender. Yeah. I think she's genuinely. I think she's just like talking about the fight to attack, but attack is not listening at all. <laughs> I, think, I think I was like, why would he fight like that? And then not fight like that when we're fighting for our lives. He's just fighting for a crowd. <laughs> right. Like, why is he suddenly so good at fighting? Where was this, where was this fighting spirit earlier? Yeah. It's just fucking stream of consciousness. Yeah. Like, it just Tack, is relentless. Tack will like lean around the bloody spectator between them and just be like road. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just watch the fight. <laughs> Sometimes Road leans over to another woman and takes yeah. its tack. <laughs> it's like, can you believe yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what's all of right? all of Road's all of Road's problems originated from when she was a child and they were at the mall, her and her mom, and she grabbed some <laughs> other lady's hand because she thought it was her mom, and that just ruined their relationship forever and the set her down a dark dead. path. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and here we are. <laughs> All right, fight. Torgor, it is your turn. Uh, you're uh, currently prone uh, next to a pillar and a giant dead snake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do? I I want to use athletics to get on top of the pillar. Yeah, you want to like, climb up the pillar. Climb or jump and climb to see how far up I can get. Yeah, if uh, you if you spend if you spend your entire uh, turn, like if you do two move actions, you can move up yeah. on top of the broken off pillar. A, a thousand percent, that'll yeah. be okay. what I do, and then okay. I'm going to uh, actually. So I couldn't move to this far pillar and also get on top of it. I imagine. No, right? yeah, because yeah, you're down. You're down on the ground, so you got to spend okay. half your movement to get up, and then the rest of clambering up the side of the thing. So I have okay. a question: If yeah. I use action surge, yeah, can I ready an action with it? Yeah, I think I think okay. so. Because it, it just gives you another action, and then I think yeah, you yeah. can you can ready it, right? All right, then I would like to get on top of uh, the pillar. Okay, uh, so you're now actress. you're now fifty feet off the ground. You are you're higher up than than this guy is. Yes, he's absolutely. below you now. Okay. Oh, I know. And you're standing uh, you're standing in a little five by five square at the top of a, a stone pillar. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, everybody in the crowd, somebody in the crowd yells like fall, 
What are you doing? <laughs> Scoop. <laughs> it's a rac- it's a rectos it's a rectos event, so you're just as likely to get take off your shirt as you are and then die. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh on top of the the pillar, I like look at the Mountagore and I just go and I shout, you know what, Marcus? I felt bad about killing Charlie. I never gave a fuck about you. Uh, I <laughs> to like goad it into coming towards me because uh-huh. I want to be ready to just jump onto it uh, okay. as, as it gets nearby. That That is my ready to action. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so, so you're going to, you're going to ready in action and the yeah. action is to attempt to grapple the Manticore if it comes within range. To uh, yes, uh, with my two attacks to grapple and then strike, or strike and then grapple, uh, in some just to 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 jump on Buckbeak's back on this like, airborne uh, like yeah. encounter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think not using the word mount is really important. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Okay. Because Marcus is the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So. Um, Let's let's see, because the Manticore, the smart thing to do would be to just keep flinging tail spikes at you. But right. uh, let's let's have you roll, uh, make a charisma save, uh, and we'll see if you can if you've mocked this thing. Uh, is it charisma or intimidation? Well, intimidation guess, is like the opposite, right? If you're right, intimidated, uh, yeah. I guess like sometimes if you're intimidated, you like attack the thing that's scaring you. But right, it feels no, like intimidation uh, would be like more like drive it away. This is. Sure. I, like I could see, I could see persuasion maybe being a thing. Mm. Um, I could do persuasion. Uh, you originally said charisma saving throw, right? Yeah, because I figure it's, that's just like a stand-in for like a generic yeah. like charisma roll that I don't, I don't know. Right, right. And let I because I directed it towards Marcus. I'm, I'm definitely gonna say it's not performance. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not to the crowd. Uh, yeah, let's just do charisma. Let's see, it's it's a plus one, same way. Six. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So yeah. you have not convinced you have not convinced him yet to to come in and and claw at you. He will though. He's gonna move. He's gonna come up to up to your level, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, fling some fling some spikes at you. Mm-hmm. All right. So spike number one is a hit. Definitely for Ooh. five piercing damage. Cool. Second spike is a twenty. For another eight piercing damage. Your boys at eleven. And then the last spike is an eighteen. Wow, I hit oh. all, all three this time. It's great. And that's another six. So I'm at five and doing great. So I just imagine <laughs> the concept of falling damage and got terrified. For yeah. You. So if you fall, if you fall fifty feet, you take five d six damage. Cool. Uh, when you when you land. Cool, um, cool. Yeah. But you don't have to. He's not going to have to make a checks to stay up there, right? Uh, no, 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 not unless okay. the thing, not unless the thing like shoves him or, or if he, if he's knocked unconscious, uh, I'll, there's a chance that you just like f- fall off the, off the thing. But if you're unconscious you're already at zero hit points. So, uh, Gorbor, it is your turn. The fight, the fight is now 50 feet above you with Torgor standing on a pillar shouting mockery at a, at a manticore <laughs> and the manticore is like doing l- like circles, flinging spikes at him. Uh, and the crowd is screaming. Like they really want to to fall. Uh, Did my spirit guardians follow him up there. Uh, your spirit guardians are now 20 feet below or, or like more than that below him. Right. Cause they go 15 feet out in all directions. 
So okay. if Torgor looks down, there is a swirling orb of familial love below yeah. him, but it is they're, now no longer doing, touching like, him. They're ring around the rosy around the pillar. It's very funny. <laughs> It's like a maple. It's incredibly wholesome. Good. I don't know how far my um, healing word it goes. Oh, 60 feet. So mm-hmm. you can so reach I'm, me. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have many <laughs> concerns. Uh, I guess I could cast it at level two, but I'm I'm not going to roll more dice, I don't think, at level two. I think you only get one extra after level three, so yeah. I might as well cast it at level one and save my, save my level two slots. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird fighting for someone I care about. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, four, four good, points. Good, get four hit points. Hey, sure that's do. four more than I had yeah, last time, you, y'all. Yeah, it's true. You um. <laughs> um, and then, and then, uh, I guess. Tw- uh, Gorbor is going to continue this charade of trying to <laughs> lure this manticore t- closer and, uh, and and just like bang on the pillar, bang on bang on anything, throw rocks at it, whatever, uh, and shoot it, shoot his crossbow at it, just like yelling at it and shooting his crossbow. So I guess I'll do that. Y'all at a scorching grace? I can't cast two spells. You in the can't same cast thing, two spells so, in the same turn. That yeah. makes thank you for yeah. keeping me alive. Yeah, no, it's no problem. Yeah. I I would have loved to cast Scorching Ray, but I'm terrified of you dying for some reason. I I forgot I also have uh what's second wind. Second wind. So yeah. I'll probably yeah. do, do that being next turn. turn. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll yeah. be you'll be fine. Okay, so uh, Garbor, you want to take a oh, nine is not sufficient. Oh. It's it's yeah. going poorly. Things are going poorly. <laughs> okay, uh, Torgor, it is your turn. Uh, like after the last hit, and just like taking in a moment of, I'm Torgor's fifty foot up in the middle of a coliseum, finding a manticore after killing a snake he raised from birth. Mm-hmm. Growing up in the Boros, he never thought this life could have possibly been possible. And uh, <laughs> like in that, like sort of like revitalization, like if I die, I'll die well. Uh, and, <laughs> well and, this is, like, and this is the thing, right? Like all yeah. everyone in the Coliseum is uh, is like everyone in the arena is looking at you, uh, mm-hmm. and and like they're excited. It's not for you. I think there's this moment of realizing that it's not necessarily about winning or losing the fight. Like obviously, you'd like to stay alive, but right. It's yeah, it's everybody is entertained. Everybody's having a great time. I I have this vision that in this moment he's calling his shot, like Babe Ruth pointing to <laughs> like pointing to the outfield. Yeah. Uh okay, cool. I'm gonna use a D10 plus my fighter level. So that is seven plus eight uh or Am I eight? What am I? I'm six. Seven plus six to give me 13. Nice. Health back. Yep. Big old 22. Nice. Uh, and then, um, how far away is this? He's it's on the same level, right? 20 feet at eye level with you. Yep. 
What do you think of my jump distances? That's a great question. And, and yeah. Chad was asking about that. You drank a potion of hill giant strength before yeah. this fight, right? This is why I'm feeling confident about athletics checks, like for this exact yeah. reason. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's see. Uh, that's yeah. the spell jump. Um, that's the crisscross song jump. Um, <laughs> okay. So your strength determines how far you can jump. Uh, when you make okay. a long jump, it's a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. When you make a standing long jump, you can leap half that distance. Cool. So, so you my, can you can jump half of your strength, which is currently uh, what? 22? 21. 21. So you can, yeah, 20, you still have to say the Mac Daddy makes you jump because I don't know how the crisscross jump got inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could make this jump if you were the D-A-double-D-Y-M-A-C, but you're not. So you're Can someone cast I missed the bus? No, that's when the bus makes an attack roll and fails. So okay, you can so you can jump ten and a bit, ten feet basically. Uh, because you don't have a, a running uh, a running leap. So if you can get it within no. 10 feet, you could try to jump out to it. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm going to... I'm just going to hit it with my um, light crossbow because mm-hmm. that doesn't take as much time to reload. Yeah. Or is it... Is, uh, yeah? I think, no, I think both both crossbows, you're only going to get one shot out of them. I think cool. that they have the... Have that condition, and I only know that because there's a there's a monster, a fairly mm-hmm. common monster that has two attacks and has a heavy crossbow, and you're like, why? Why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would you use this crossbow? How dare you? Yeah. Um, let me let me check light crossbow to double. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. I was about to talk to you, uh, talk about you as if you had left the room, like you had gotten up to like, like let me yeah. go check this book. Like, guys, what do I do? Yeah, I mean, you can you can commiserate if you want to while I check the uh, rules yeah. for this. It What's, is twenty I, feet below you, so it is it is twenty. So it's uh, no no, it, it's, it's up at your level now. Yeah, it's on my oh, level. Yeah. It's twenty. It's, it's I thought about like that arc almost if I jump and then like use falling to my advantage. Um, uh, yeah. You had to make the platform five feet, huh? Uh, <laughs> it's a five, yeah, five, a little five foot square. A little five foot square. Uh, I believe I, in you. If that helps, so, I, I've already looked. At, I've already looked at all of my abilities and been incredibly thankful you didn't choose me for this fight because I have no fucking long range shit. <laughs> I'm, you would have stepped uh, to the wind yes. right up to that mana core. Yeah, yeah like I, light crossbows are also loading, so you can only fire cool. them once per. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I wouldn't be able to help at all. I mean. Magic missile, <laughs> fireball. <laughs> is that is, is that message channel still open? Can I be like anytime you want to hop in? <laughs> I don't think it goes both ways, right? No, I just send messages. Does it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, if you, you want to try to communicate word. with me. Yeah, I'll say, it's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> Adam, did you hear that part of the conversation? Should have never told y'all that. we had earlier? No. PK, do you want to tell that story? No. We, we take, it's like a little tight, like a tight five. It's only like a second long. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I know, but I don't know if she watches Okay, this. that's fine. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> instead of dilly dallying around, uh, I'd say Torgor. Um, yeah, he's going to. So so hold on before you before you say what you want to do with the rest of your turn. Yeah. Uh, Ken Ken Kenson only made a good point in uh, in chat. Yeah, looking around, there is rigging for like trapeze artists. 
above you, right? There is a like a net of so like if if you crouch down and you it's all pulled up, right? Cuz normally you, you would Benson. normally you would hang down, right? Yeah. Normally you'd hang down low and then they they would pull on the ropes to to get it out of the way, right? Pull it up above and so it's kind of like a mesh. But if you crouch down and you jump straight up in the air, you might be able to grab uh, some of this like rigging and use Fucking it. Fucking trapeze. Yeah, you yes. may, you may, and and you could probably, you could probably swing out to it. Okay, uh, Torgor sees this and knows exactly what to do. Um, oh God, I really hope I don't fail this roll. Uh, he takes his maul mm-hmm. and uh, like loops it onto his belt, so it's not on his back. So if like if he needs to like pull it out. <laughs> What action? <laughs> I just reach up, grab some rope, put it around my neck, and just step off the pillar. Bye. No one saw the end of the fight that way. It really, it really just surprised them. You didn't uh, beat me. I quit. Yeah. Um, but actually, actually, now that you say that, uh, he takes takes a rope, ties it at the end of the mall to give him some more leverage. And then swings with uh, now he, there's no need for him to hold two hands onto the mall. So he has his rapier uh, on his uh, with his offhand ready to do like a. OK, um, so so you've got your, you got your rapier in hand uh, and you want to you want to like reach up into the, the like grab one of the ropes. Yeah. Tie it around the, the tail end of the, the thing. OK. And uh, then the mall. swing out from here with the intention of jumping onto the manticore and and. And using it. the extended uh, length that I've given myself sure. with the mall to give me a little more Tarzan. Okay, yeah. all right. So it's gonna. There's gonna be two rolls. There's gonna be. Yeah, the, it, has, it has to be two. <laughs> there's gonna be two <laughs> rolls here. The first one's the dice. The second one's you hitting the floor. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, uh, that's that's a height. No, we're done. There's nothing to be better than that. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> all right. Well, so Torgor is about to Torgor is about to make a death-defying flight through the air. But before we do that, we're gonna take a short break to let the cast recover. When we get back, we'll see if the flying Torgors become the. Oh Hard landing, Torgor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) 